Hey there, I'm Tam. And I'm Eternally Mortal. And this is the Hidden Egg Podcast, where we talk about vulnerability. And stuffing things. But not stuffing things. Well, we might. It's pretty vulnerable, especially to get stuffed. Wow. Okay. Starting fresh. It's a great beginning there. <laughs> Sorry. You know, like eating too much. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's That's, that's exactly what, you meant. what I meant. Yep. Mm-hmm. No, it was Oreos. It was like stuffed Oreos. That's, yeah, stuffed yeah. Oreos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like double stuffed. This is a family-friendly channel. I think there's a quad stuffed now Oreos. It's getting ridiculous. Where's the line? I watched a thing with Rhett and Link where they bicentennially, bicentennially stuffed Oreos. <laughs> 200 times? 200 times. What's the point? I don't know. It's just cream. They even tried to put it or in milk it to dip it. Put what in milk? <laughs> put what in the milk? You're just putting cream in milk. Where's your coffee? But the thing is, the put thing it is, in your coffee. I don't. I don't think. I don't think that the cream part absorbs milk. Probably not. Because it's cream. It is milk. Isn't it? Isn't that what cream is? I, I don't well, know. I'm not a food cream person. Is. I don't know that cream is all the. the yeah, I don't know what. Is. Yeah, I don't probably know. Probably like in sugar this and cream. Probably. And vanilla flavoring. Not that I dislike Oreo. I love a good regular ass Oreo. It's delightful, but I won't even go for double stuff. No, That's but too you know, much. I tried. I tried to to do. I tried to do the thing where, um, like you twist it open and you eat the stuffing first. I do that because I prefer the cookies. Uh-huh. So, like, I eat the stuffing off of it so that I can enjoy the cookie. Like, other people I know do it because they enjoy the, the stuff part more. Yeah. Which is why they have double stuffed in mm-hmm. the first place. I am... We're not made the same. No. I actually <laughs> require part of the cookie to be there to be able to, to handle, be able to handle. The, the goo. Because I know it's a pretty solid goo as yeah, far it is, as goos go. Yeah, it is pretty go. solid, solid. It's, it's kind of like solid peanut butter a little bit, a yeah. Little bit. The consistency wise. Consistency. Yeah, but like, um, but I'm not. I'm just not a goo appreciator. I, I have a, I have a pretty hard line against goo. Like, yeah, once do. we meet slime people, I'm gonna struggle with my internal racism. Like, you're so against goo that it's taken so long for me to convince you to watch that slime show. Uh huh. And you know, it hasn't started. I haven't started it yet. No, you so. haven't started it yet, so I'm not necessarily You've just you've just been able to get it onto succeeded. the list. You've just been able to get it onto the list and now it hovers in that place where anime mm. that I'm waiting to watch until the time comes. So it's on that list. Well our our, our mutual friend said that, that that they're available to watch it um Oh yeah, yeah, now yeah. Until I need to say like the twenty fifth or something. I forgot to I forgot to yeah, yeah. Re- respond to that. Yeah. Cause, oh, yeah. Cause that would be really fun. I'm really just waking up socially after like being two weeks away. I'm really just waking up. <laughs> yeah, I know. But like <laughs> uh Christmas I went high, highly uh antisocial and hermity. Yeah, so you know, we can we can switch into that because I I got depressed. I got really depressed. My mm-hmm. my therapy, my EMDR stuff. We did some some EMDR on on some really deep, really deep stuff two weeks ago. Not this, not yesterday, but but a week before that. So not two weeks ago. So last week, so, middle of the week. Yeah, and I like that was a big part of the reason why we didn't do the show is because I I was just lost. Mm-hmm. 
We, I mean, the the feeling because EMDR is all about like digging into feelings and stuff. The feeling was like this lost and confused feeling <clears throat> that eventually I, I had like some weird visiony memory of my childhood that I don't, I can't place when it happened, mm -hmm. what it was, but you know, following those feelings, it came out and it just left me. It threw me for a loop. I was. I was real bad. I was I was at the point where I was like having thoughts of suicide and everything. It was it was really low. Yeah, that sucks. Sorry you had to get there. I didn't want to do anything. I just not everything seemed pointless. I wish I'd had a little bit more gumption myself to be able to maybe the podcast would have helped during that time. I have no idea. You know, just having the hour to talk. Right. But I I was I had nothing left either. <laughs> I was down and out. Yeah, and, and, and the weird thing is, is as much as I enjoy talking, and one of my big, like, stop gaps for my my episodes of, you know, up and down are, it, it is talking, because that is what helps me balance. But there's a certain point below which I can't communicate. Like, I will try to come up with the words, and they just don't form in my brain. Mm-hmm. Sounds somewhat familiar. And and that's kind of what happened last week. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until, like, Tuesday night when there was just so much stress going on with everybody that I just, I, I couldn't handle all the stress and I, I was able to cry. This most recent Tuesday night, yeah, just, just a couple days ago. Yeah, just a couple, couple days ago. And then, and then I started feeling better and then I started planning things. And... I'm going to reiterate that because I kind of interrupted it and I wanted to really hit as a point there like you had a cry yeah like it wasn't necessarily that you went looking for a cry nope. like stress just overwhelmed no you. i just a got moment of stress overwhelmed you to the point of crying but that released something within you in a way that yeah, allowed cortisol. you to find sure <laughs> I, I don't disagree <laughs> just to make sure my sure doesn't sound too negative <laughs> i do agree um but uh, you got a moment of catharsis. You had a, a Rimworld a Pawn. A Rimworld Pawn moment. Yeah, yeah. Where you had your plus 40 catharsis bonus. Yeah, which apparently, you know, a lot of people don't know what that is. So Rimworld is a video game that I, I have played a lot of. It's a town builder survival game that has a lot of modding opportunities. Yeah, um, but, uh, but, but this isn't part of the mods. This is like part of the base game where like if the colonists, they have mood buffs and debuffs. And if they get to a certain negative point then they have the possibility of breaking i don't know how the game decides when to calculate whether or not they have a mental break because i've had pawns like with nothing that somehow managed to not break yeah which is amazing it's a, i think it's a i think it's a roll every few seconds or whatever <clears throat> but but yeah sometimes and and then and then they'll break and then after they go through their break if they're allowed to complete that mental break of like sad wandering or beating shit up or whatever. Lighting fires. Lighting fires. Then if they get through that, then they have 40 whole points of happiness for that's just called catharsis. And just for reference, in case anybody's following along that maybe isn't like super gamers, um, like that plus 40 makes it to where that character is almost incapable of being sad yeah it for boosts a while. their mood up above where the mental break is i assume far beyond usually i assume it's to keep from actually being dwarf fortress because dwarf fortress doesn't have that that i know of i still don't know anything about it's dwarf what rim world was 
designs I, around. Like I, it was. I've heard that multiple. I need to just play it before I'm going to understand. And they're and they're two the different games, but they are very similar in in certain regards. And one of the regards is that in Dwarf Fortress, if if moods start cracking, that could like one person's mood breaking could destroy your whole base and everybody dies. Right. Because it just infects everybody, and there's like, if if they 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 the mood breaks and then they they all start breaking and then one of them comes out of it, they'll go right back into it. There's there's not as much, it's not as forgiving as as Rimworld is. Sure, that is kind of that that <clears throat> I'm not surprised that that's pretty typical that like the archetypes, the originals of certain things like tended to be pretty punishing. For the most part, yeah. <clears throat> From what I know, in my experience. But I mean, Dwarf Fortress is a fun game too. I just I couldn't. It controls different. Sure. Anyway, I'm, I'm sure I'd love. That's it. not the point. The point. The point is, I I felt like a Rimworld pawn where like I cried a little bit, and it wasn't even a big mental break. It was just kind of a like. Everything sucks. Everything sucks. I cried for like five minutes. Real like barely a drizzle kind of cry and then after that i was like hmm i could i could make some plans for this year <laughs> I, I i'm still i don't know if i recommended this yet but I, I recommend going slow january is a month to go slow in <clears throat> yeah i i do intend to go slow i wrote that same night i wrote a, an article for uh, my Substack, uh, basically talking about my plans for the the year some of my plans not, not like my tam plans yeah not, yeah not all of my plans well of course and uh i'm happy you're able to get to that because and, you know you kind of preemptively took time off for the yeah, holiday and all of those plans are were basically like these are things i intend to do but like i'm not gonna say that i am going to do this every single plot and that that that's kind of it falls in line with you know not just my my low feeling of this past week or so but also kind of leading up to all that i i've i've really stressed myself out trying to adhere to a schedule hmm. and it hasn't been very fun right so i'm i'm kind of going with this idea of instead of trying to be consistent for everybody out out there i'm i'm just going to just gonna be me and accept that i'm not in a position of success where consistency is even really possible absolutely because <clears throat> i was and this might be a, a different section i don't know i was watching a thing from uh, mark manson i think his name is yeah um and and one of the things that he was saying in the video is that people like people that are successful they often preach this work life balance thing but like he he's like i don't think that i don't think that, that that i don't think you can get to that place of success while doing this work work life balance so what like what what people tend to do is they do the grind right mm. they have this huge imbalance in their life they get to a place of success and then they start balancing their life and then they start preaching to everybody else, you know, now that everybody's looking at them and, and saying, oh, how successful you are. And then they're all like, yeah, it's all about the work-life balance because that's what they're focused on. Mm -hmm. But getting to that success 
they needed to do the grind. They, they needed to put in, you know, more into the work than they did to the, to the life. So I'm like, maybe I need to not worry about being consistent and, and trying to appear like I've got it all balanced and worked out and just, just haphazard things and do my best to keep going. Absolutely. I think with your position where you're at now, with your online content creation, that you've created enough content now that like <clears throat> continuing to create is just getting more stuff online is actually like your path to success, actually. That consistency, consistency has its statistical benefits that you can see in statistics online, but I don't think it is the go-to that everyone thinks it is. I think that, I think that we humans haven't evolved to the point where we can consistently create content yet. I think that we all have to burn out doing that <laughs> after a certain amount of time. Some of us is longer than others. I know of YouTubers that daily YouTubed for eight years before they, you know, got to the point where they were like, I got to take a break. But then, you know, there's some that did it for 10 years and then never came back because they burned out so hard that they hated the idea of it yeah and i think i think the thing is like everywhere it, everywhere that has this content struggle is is all like you know two years you gotta at least like it's it's gonna take at least two years probably more but like for the average person two years minimum excuse me of of grinding of putting out the content before you're gonna get any real success mm -hmm. that's not true for all industries the sexual industry much less but that's not like most people aren't doing anything that's like my only fans or, or or erotica or anything like that right so like most most people can can pretty much depend on two years of struggle and grind to try to get anywhere before anything real is going to happen with mm -hmm. with whatever they're doing whether that's youtube or podcasts or just writing articles on medium you know anywhere it's going to be two years minimum i've been writing on on medium for with tam for like a year and a half now but in general two years is tam a year and a half tam's a year and a half now wild Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Two years, that makes sense. So I, I know that I haven't been very consistent with things, and that probably, you know, maybe maybe that increases it to like three or four years, I don't know. But I, I know that I've been able to continue it for long enough with writing in general that that says to me that, this, that that's the path, you know? Right. I've tried to do the YouTube path, and I got... I want to say like eight months in and it just, it just was overwhelming trying to keep that up. Mm -hmm. I just could not stay in it. And that, that's really, I think is from what the Mark Manson video I watched suggests is that the secret to being able to continue the things is, is it enjoyable enough for you to continue? Right. And while I loved doing youtube videos i just could not get myself to continue it and maybe if i started it back up i could potentially but that you know i could i could try that again later it's got to be an impulse that right. drives you that direction 
right now I'm, I'm able to continue writing and, and I've taken a little bit of a break, but not enough that it's not the, the, not the kind of break that I took from like doing let's, let's play videos. Like that was like three or four years sure. ago, mm -hmm. maybe more. I don't remember, but so I, I, I can keep doing writing more easily and that is going to get me through the grind stage. Mm -hmm. because it's something that's at least somewhat enjoyable and I could probably do things to make it more enjoyable so that I can keep going um, at some pace any pace it doesn't sound about how fast the pace is but yeah yeah I don't remember where I started with that no but you know you got to a place and it's definitely vulnerable and 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 I think a lot of the people that listen to this this podcast they are also trying to do the same not everybody is, but I know a lot of our, our listeners are from Medium, and they are doing the same thing where they're trying to make something of it, get somewhere. And it's like, well, do you enjoy it enough to be able to put in two years without getting anywhere? Right, and that's that's a question that's hard for some people because a lot of people are trying to try and make it work now. They're already struggling because <laughs> yeah. a lot of us are already struggling. I have been too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah, mean to. I don't mean I'm, to be comparative. Absolutely. Well, I'm just saying, like, I didn't start this whole journey out thinking, oh, I won't get anywhere for two years. No, that's something I, I realized along the way. Yeah. That that I had to accept that it was just going to take that long. And now that I'm I'm a year and a half into Tam, and and two years into my longest account, I'm I'm realizing I, when I switched from the longest account like i kind of i'm not even really two years in there because i haven't been posting as much there so it, i don't know how that works <laughs> like does it does it reset if i've taken long enough away does it, I, I don't know but one one thing i had to realize along the way was was that like it's it's not going to be as fast as i want it to be it's never as fast as we want it to go no never it's just that there's a few there's a few people out there that it did go fast for you know, and it's real easy to look at them and, and do a comparative. Be like, why am I not there? There's a there's a streamer I really like that's getting into voice acting, and they've talked about how they can look at some of the most successful voice actors out there and be like, well, I'm never going to be them. I'm never going to have that level of fame or quality or talent or whatever it is, <laughs> and so that makes it difficult sometimes for them to continue. And that's a common thing. For a lot of humans out there, is for some reason, if I can't be the best, then I don't want to try. Well, here's the thing with medium specifically, um, because of the, because of COVID, because of the pandemic, there were so many people that were able to get they 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 didn't need that two years, right? Because nobody could go to fucking work. Everybody was like huddled around their computers all the time, or around their phones or whatever, and and there was this huge boom of of reading on medium and then mm -hmm. there was also the this big boom of writing on medium and that caused a lot of things to kind of hasten there kind of like early youtube days mhm mm where it didn't take them the time it takes now uh, some of them yeah Mm -hmm. A lot of them but you know like enough of them <clears throat> that it it made most people afterwards feel like Oh, I'm three months in. I'm six months in. I'm a year in. Why isn't this happening? Right. And 
Yeah, I, I think we need to go back to, it's probably, like, two years is probably less time than it used to in the whole of civilization. Like, it used probably used to be, like, five to ten years. If, if even that, like, in the whole of civilization, like, a lot of people didn't get to even consider what they might want to do. <laughs> well, no, I mean, like, for, for writers to, to get noticed by a significant amount of readers to be known Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'd be willing to bet that in generations before the internet, it was like you gotta you gotta write for like five to ten years before people care what your name is. Oh God, you're giving me a thing, okay, what It's possible that I might want to try and see if I can find lists of books that never sold at bookstores decades ago. That's a strange jump, mm hmm okay. Sorry. That's not me giving it out to you. That's your brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was my brain's reaction to something you said. That's all. <clears throat> you had no responsibility in this. So how, how, how have you been? We've talked a lot about me. Let's talk about you. <laughs> um, I survived the holidays. And I'm uh, slowly girding myself to get through january and possibly february because february is not much better than january for me i like cold which helps me to get through this stuff but uh there's a lot of depression around this time of year mm -hmm. <clears throat> just slow stuff um something i've been doing recently <laughs> when i should be doing other things is compiling a list of the most popular songs, I guess in America for the most part, since since the year 1900. You have the strangest hobbies. I found that there were there was a, a website with lists of top hundreds or top forties in multiple different genres, and so I took the pop genre and it went all the way back to 1900. Or 39, 38 songs. Yeah, but what's wrong with just looking at their information? Why do you need to make a spreadsheet about it? <laughs> I don't even think I said I made a spreadsheet yet, but yeah, I did. And Obviously, it's you're going to make a spreadsheet. Like, that's just what you do. You make spreadsheets. I have... The weirdest hobby ever. Well, because I'm, 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 I'm compiling the data into places where I can get used to it. And I'm going through the data to become familiar with it. Why is it important it. to you? And at some point, I'm going to try and listen to a lot of these songs as well, because I want to hear the lyrics. And I want to make a list of popular songs from the past that no longer hold up. You know, it's interesting that you bring that part up, because I was thinking lately... So there's this lady on YouTube. I don't know what her name is, so I have no idea how to find her. I did, she, She's just on my for you page sure, sometimes sure. in the shorts and she like people will like comment on her things talking about different songs from eras long you know from like the 80s mostly about how listen to this again so she'll like listen yeah, I've to seen her she's seen her you know who i'm talking about okay so i watched a few of those and it, it i had the thought after like the fourth or fifth one where i was like you know I feel like America, maybe not the world, I don't know about the world, but America specifically during the 80s went through a rapist phase um, or a stalker phase. There like was... this phase where, where like the 
what are they called? What are the incel? The incel, like the incels of America, were making music, and like, and that was what was popular in the 80s i think we were still trying to figure out what it looked like for women to have autonomy which is real sad and so a lot of times a lot of times dating from a lot of people a lot of dudes perspective specifically was you know chasing the girl that you were attracted to and stalking her until she you know being relentless about it until she gave up a lot of times and uh some of those women found that to be charming and endearing and that perpetuated it sadly um not a lot of women i don't think but some but you know romeo and juliet exists too where romeo was like stalking her and going at her window at night and stuff like that and so like context can matter and for a lot of dudes they didn't understand that and they did it really bad and did a lot of bad shit but what's real terrible is that like for that and decades before that there's a whole lot of songs about dudes that are really in love with teenage girls and yeah. like you know we made a big big stink not me and you personally but like a lot of people made a big stink about um r kelly <laughs> fucking r kelly <sighs> look i don't think he's a good guy but at the same time no I'm, I'm no just he he's worse he is like preternaturally attracted to 17 year old 16 and 17 year old girls which is bad that is especially bad. in your 50s in or your 60s 50s, or whatever you need to stop. um like can't you just wait just wait until they're 18 like it's not even that long dude there's there's plenty of 18 year olds 18 19 year olds out there and that is totally legal luckily we're in a, we're in a day and age now where we're coming to the point where it's no longer okay there's 20 21 year old youtubers out there that have been you know like trying to date their 16 and 17 year old fans and they're immediately getting called pedophiles yeah i'm, I'm and i'm happy about this right and so like because there's a whole power dynamic that i fucking hate about that yeah um but like 20 years ago when i was 19 and 20 and i was dating and messing around with 16 and 17 year old girls like no one batted an eye at me well but here's the i thing, still you feel bad about YouTuber. that i still feel bad about that i want to clarify and i haven't exactly forgiven myself but like it is something that i don't necessarily think i would judge others you weren't for. in a position of of power like to some degree i guess you you could say you were because I, I know around that time you were a manager um at your job and like that has some power benefits, but you were you were wholly inexperienced. Yeah, I, I know I was, because we dated when you were twenty. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was, uh, yeah, I was very much trying to understand the person, and it didn't occur to me that um, because I saw everybody that I worked with as like you know equal humans, that it didn't occur to me that there was potentially any sort of a power imbalance because of that. As I got into my early to mid 20s i started to realize that like that was a little iffy at least and you know i'm pretty sure i didn't pressure anybody where they didn't want to go and that consent mattered to me every, every step of the way but i'm still not super thrilled that that's what i did but nowadays nowadays that shit is looked down on immediately and i'm i'm like i said i'm kind of happy about that the problem is that there's a lot of there's a lot of teenagers of all genders that want to be in that adult world and push that envelope and i don't want to judge or hurt or restrict those teenagers at all 
but I think we do need to pay attention to the fact that there's well, teenagers know, that throw themselves. You at know, older I people. was one of them. Yeah. Yeah, and and looking back, that screwed me up. Yeah. Because at fourteen, my boyfriend was eighteen, and that like he was super experienced. He was very sexually active. Had 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 multiple partners. Had had multiple fiancés. Three months into our relationship, he proposed to me, and I didn't know what the hell to do. I thought, in that moment, I legitimately thought, if I said no, we had to break up. So I said yes, obviously, because this was my first real relationship. I didn't have any re any real relationship experience before this. So, like, I got, I got just thrown into hard-mode relationships at 14 years old. And let's... Let's try let's be honest about this. Fourteen year old Tam was kind of thrilled but scared about it. Yeah. Yeah. I if somebody would have said like plenty of people said that he was too old for me, and I would argue that. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. I was fourteen. Yeah. Because fourteen year olds are stupid. <laughs> fourteen year olds <laughs> think that they understand what they're doing, but their brains aren't even capable of understanding what's happening to be able to understand what they're doing so but they won't believe that they won't believe that, that when no you tell them. and I, I when i look back at that i'm like part of me wants to be mad at my family for not being you know hard asses about it yeah, yeah but honestly if they had done anything i would have left right you i would have left you would have fucking eloped with them probably yeah i would have and it would have been worse so it was better that they didn't do anything right but I do look at him and his mom and think, why didn't they do something? Why right. did they think this was okay? Mm -hmm. Why did why didn't they get in there and be like, this is this is too big of a difference. We need to wait until you grow up. And this is why I think we need some sort of a social class in high school, some sort of a class helping to teach the kids i know that they're not all going to listen very few of them will maybe but like it's necessary to try and give that information so that maybe they can recognize it as it happens so there's so 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 i've thought about this a lot oh yeah and there's there's two places where the change can happen one is from parenting right mm -hmm. the parents of the 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 boys not the girls the boys well the older one whoever's older I'm not going to say that it can't be the girl that's sure, older sure. or that it can't be a non-binary, but whoever is older needs to be like from, from the parents taught that it is wrong to take advantage of somebody who is younger than you. Right. Like significantly younger than you. And, and, and this boundary, at least the boundary of 18, which I think is ridiculous, but I think it should be a 25 year old. Like, I think that's where the boundary should be. If you want to go younger than you, then wait until... <clears throat> wait until they're over 25 because then they're, they're 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 done growing like okay but at least legally speaking 18 is the age so let's just go with that line it's fine and and parents instill within their children from a young age that the examples of going you know below 18 is wrong and bad and and that will help do things and the other way the other way that change can happen is society shunning it and that's what's happening because parents didn't do it right because parents didn't want to curb i'm sorry mostly boys 
and tell them to keep it in their pants and tell them that they can control themselves despite their, their urges. Parents didn't want to do that, and so now society has to. Mm-hmm. And so for all those people whining out there about, oh, why did they cancel this poor young boy? Why does this have to ruin him for his whole life? It's probably like the parents should have done this. And now it's society's fault or problem. It's society's responsibility now to do what the parents didn't. Yeah. And every... I don't think that he got into trouble for doing this necessarily, but I wouldn't be surprised if it happened. But every Justin Bieber that's out there that got all that power and it went to his head and he held it over his fans in some way, shape, or form, like, if you get... If you, if you get your life kind of ruined in your early 20s, you can 100% still bounce back from that. Yeah. There's a lot of people out there that get – there's a lot of – there's a lot of people in that have power out there that have gotten canceled. There's a bunch of people that don't have any power that got canceled and they got fucked, period, the end. But, like, there's the people out there that have power that got canceled, quote-unquote, if they could just act with less pride – act with more humility they could easily get past there's a lot of people out there that did some shady shit got canceled for it grew as people realized what they did was wrong did a real heartfelt apology months or years later and then came and then came back right robert downey jr did some really screwed up things i'm pretty sure that on that rap sheet is probably an uh if not an underage thing, then a cheating thing. Like, there's there's something there. He did a lot of drugs and messed up a lot. Uh, and he was very famous very quick. And he was very famous very quick because his parents were famous. Yeah. So, and and then he went through a period of time where he he got clean and then was like, you know, I'm going to be a different person now. You right. learn and you grow. Mm-hmm. That's That's all it takes. Right. Yeah, maybe you're going to have to step aside from what you were doing for a few years to to do that growing, to do that learning. But then once you figure out what it is that you really want to be, the person that you want to be that isn't the person that everybody hated, Mm -hmm. that society was like, no, this is wrong. Right. When you figure that out, then you be that and build it again. It's going to be easier the second time around because people are going to wonder, like, what happened to this guy? Right. And, you know, especially people that got famous as fucking teenagers with that teenage stuff we were just talking about, like, you're going to have fans that are probably your own age or maybe slightly younger. And so a few years down the road, you're going to be nostalgia for them. You're going to they're going to absolutely come back and try and see what you're doing. And if you're making wholesome content, you're only bettering the world no matter what. And wholesome content, I think, is in right now. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's really just all the people that are complaining, they just don't want to change. They, like, they're just butt hurt that society doesn't like this. In, in like, a way, yeah. There's at least some that are like that. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, and 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 you know, it's fine that they want to grieve that, but do it privately, dude, because it does not look good. It's not a good look. No, publicly, it's, it's going to make it to where it takes longer for you to recover. Yeah. That's all it really is. It's going to take longer for people to care what you're up to. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, every every situation is nuanced and requires direct attention to figure it out. Like, there's very easy knee-jerk things that we can say about Bill Cosby, for instance. I don't want to go there. So, like, you know, I'm there's... so betrayed. There's certain, there's certain monsters that we've discovered in the world, but, like... 
even monsters need to have the, the, the nuance understood before we decide that they're monsters. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I, I wonder, in your list of, of things, because that's what started this whole thing. Um, the music list? Yeah, the music list. Um, I wonder how how the shift in this underage predi- predation, that's the word, um, how that is affecting the music. It's going to be interesting because I don't think music has really gotten over it yet. I think that there's still a lot of music that's still like that. Like, you know, Robin Thicke's Blurred Lines, which was a very popular song because the music video uh, showed women that were topless and either, like, blurred for their boobs. Or yeah, their, I, um... I thought that that song was about blurring the lines of, you know... I haven't looked at the lyrics recently. Sexuality or like, but I guess it's, it, uh, from what I heard, it, 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 it was not as cut and dry. It was something worse. I don't know. but I think. I haven't looked at the lyrics again in a while, but like, it's on my list because it's in the B's and I'm in the right. G's. I'm in the G's right now um, for song titles. I'll go through artists later. Um you know, uh, that police, the, the that song by the police, you know, uh, every step you take, every movie yeah. you make, I'll be watching you. Like, that sounded so sweet back in the day. I know. We all thought it was sweet. And then, like, like now you, you just listen re- to it and it's like, oh, my God, please don't. Right. Um, some people, some people historically and even today like that feeling of being taken care of someone's taking care of your needs and your wants for you you know well, but... here's 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 another thing and then this is going to take a turn um i don't know how how far back like i don't know what year this song came out but like music used to have a really dark violent vibe where it came to racism um because like there was that song strange fruit i don't know that one well i don't really know it all that well I've, I've heard it a couple of times um it's not a great song i'm sure the the whole perp like the strange fruit that they're the song refers to are there's strange fruit hanging off of the trees in georgia or something like that right killing people. referencing the hanging of slaves in georgia mm-hmm. and it it was a it was a i think this song was made to reveal the wrongs and not glorify them but i i i think that it accidentally ended up glorifying them from some circles and we got to a place where like that kind of thing isn't really in the the mainstream anymore we don't want to hear about that kind of stuff because because society's like i don't we don't want this to be happening right mhm and as far as I know, God, I hope there aren't any hangings of of black of any people, races, of, of any, any races, races of people of people anymore. But like, I'm wondering if this this sexual predation is going is following those same kind of lines. Uh, it's yeah, I think that I think that the, this past I think that the 1900s specifically really started really jump started the concept that we don't have to continue to dehumanize each other. We don't have to look at people that were born from an entirely different continent and say that they're worse than us. We don't have to look at people with different genitals and say that they're worse than us. We don't have to be the best. It doesn't make us the worst 
to acknowledge the strengths of others. Right. And I think we're really getting there, but I think it's taking a long time and there's a lot of pushback against it. Like, you can go back through the history of civil rights, if I remember correctly from what I've, from the little bit of research that I've done, and every single step forward in the classic American history idea of civil rights, every step forward we made was met with an incredible amount of pushback. If you were to look at the papers from the day around areas, it would be fucking like terrible sounding nowadays because it's pushback against allowing freedom to others. This is also, not to get political, but I'm gonna, one of the basic uh, ideas behind Republicans versus Democrats uh, from from both Republicans and Democrats, like people that are Republicans and Democrats that I've talked to, the basic delineation line is that Democrats are for social welfare for all, and Republicans continue to believe that there is a group of people that need to be lesser than us. I was, you know, I was watching an, an enemy. I was watching a, a an hour long thing. It was it was good, but it was it was a lot um, about how the how how the wealthy gaslight americans Uh uh-huh and uh and yeah like that was one of the the things that that she went over was was how the republican party provably undeniably is based on kind of like they they prey upon the very people that they're fucking over (laughs) like the Uh the people that would benefit from them the most usually people in rural areas that have you know they're they're the working class mm-hmm. the laws and regulations and everything that that the republicans fight for and do actually hurt those people the most yeah because they are so far away from the cities that actually give the benefits and everything there's there's a lot of benefits to being in a city that aren't necessarily given by the government but in these rural areas the places where the 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 democratic reach of trying to give back to the people a little bit i make it sound like robin hood it's really not it's it's there's insidiousness going on in the democratic Democratic party is very centrist yeah but but for this particular issue there are a lot of programs that, that the democrats try to like like health care for everybody mm-hmm. and and the republican party instead of actually giving these people something comparable that would also benefit them instead use hate and fear to basically enslave their minds to vote for their cause right it's all about on things that are that, that don't even affect them it's it's all about tax breaks for the rich and 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 you know taking out rules for companies so that they don't have to pay as much yeah and this is getting a little anti-republican which isn't necessarily very fair and balanced of us but um uh it yeah but this is this is stuff that like they can prove we can prove it it's not an opinion it's it's something that that is happening and maybe it isn't happening across the board with every single individual republican but overall it's happening with most like every Republican has some degree of this happening. It's, yes, it's it's an overall thing that is happening that that people are kind of studying. Like, why is this? Why is this happening? Why does this work? Well, it's it doesn't make sense. Republicanism is kind of devolving into 
despotism into a specific degree to a certain degree um and you're right there especially recently they've been like the past few decades i should say um really pushing a lot of culture war issues make you afraid that somebody is trying to take away what you have that you've earned because they're really trying to appeal to as many like middle class upper lower class like moderately stable white people as they can (laughs) yeah but it doesn't it doesn't work that way for those classes like no it does not and it's 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 it it does get ridiculous after a while because it's really just a bunch of of talk and smoke and uh pointing at an enemy that doesn't exist often that you can point at you can point at the extreme elements of any group of people and say that that group of people is dangerous but that's a lie that is a misdirection meant to instill hate against a group of people well in this 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 video oh i think i think the i think it was the financial diet i think is what okay where 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 the video came from um they were talking about basically like the way that it works the way that that particular element of republicans kind of preying on literally the people that they are shitting on how that ends up working is that america in general has this like unhealthy illusion this fantasy about being rich where like everybody has this idea that oh if we just pull ourselves up by our bootstraps and we just work a little harder we just keep working we're all going to be rich someday and so those those people in rural often poverty situations or you know lower lower of middle class situations they have this idea that they're just not working hard enough and that's why they're not in a better position but they they know that if they could work enough or if they if they wanted to they could work enough that they could be rich and mm-hmm. so they all have this I'm, I'm sweeping generalization i don't know if how much of this is actually true this is just kind of what i my what i got from the video was that they end up feeling like they need to make decisions as if they were rich because of this illusion and so they they vote on these things that only benefit the rich but they it they do so because they think if i just keep doing what i you know if i just keep trying i'm eventually going to be there so they're like kind of kind of sowing the field for what they think is ahead in their future but it's not no and there are so many things to keep them from ever breaking that glass ceiling mm-hmm. and but but they don't they don't they don't know that and that that happens with the democrats too don't get me wrong like democrats have that same well, fantasy there's, there's, about yeah. being rich someday there's a lot of corrupt people in politics to begin with no matter what party you're looking at but um but yeah i agree uh, i also want to say real quick um and you can fight me on this if you want to um that Please remember that we're just a couple of idiots that see stuff right. and and think stuff, and we definitely don't. We I'm, don't know I, what the hell's going on. I'm pretty sure that none of our listeners like self-identify as white supremacist Nazis, so I'm pretty sure that we can. I'd like to I'd like to stop you for just a moment and 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 address anybody that might be listening that does self-identify as a white supremacist Nazi. Fuck you. Go away. We don't want you. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just gonna say that. Nope. Not gonna placate to them. It's Understood. Just not a thing. However, I know that there are some reasonable 
Republicans out there. I'm not saying that they're all yeah, bad. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not trying to say anything against not what you've us said. versus them not, on yeah. everything. I'm just trying to let everyone know that, like, you know, we're <clears throat> if, if it sounds like we're against something that you maybe feel like you're for, it's not probably not true. We're pretty open and reasonable people. When we get talking about our opinions and ideas, we might get a little, like... Uh, black and white about it. I know I do. At I least. mean, I ha- I do have some hard lines. Like yeah, sure. Everyone has. There there are some issues where I I I will not budge. Sure, absolutely, understood. Um, Nazism, one of those lines. Mm-hmm. You can fuck right on off. I don't care. You want to be mad at me because I don't like you? <laughs> Great. And I want to say I'm happy about that. <laughs> I want to say that we're saying this in the mid 2020s, and so if for some reason in like the 2060s Nazism is reverted to a very wholesome, a positive humanitarian organization, we're talking about God, historical. Could they even do that? Anything can happen in decades. I guess. So we're talking about historical Nazis, and kind of contemporary Nazis I just as well. I just don't know if I could see a future anywhere where like the KKK are like neighborhood protectors you know what i mean like without that meaning that they're going to kill people who aren't white right i just don't know that i could i, I know can ima- like i'm i'm sure anything could happen the world mm-hmm. is a weird and crazy place but i personally can't imagine that and and the possibility of it maybe being a thing terrifies me like why can't you just do something else call yourself something else rebrand as something else it does just you know it just takes one founding member of the Ku Klux Klan that was intending to, to, to begin the organization as a helpful humanitarian cause to help people and not hurt others. But then why keep the name? Why not just rebrand as something else? I understand. You know, I get what you're start saying. Start over with something that doesn't have racism and hanging black people under your belt. Right. Understood. I could argue it further. That's but... a past that they would constantly have to run away from. Whereas if they... Start, you know, maybe maybe call yourselves the LLL. I don't know. Love, life, living. I don't Whatever. Laughter. Laughter. There you go. No, I wasn't trying to do the the wine quote. I just was like, you know, because it's KKK and then LLL. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And, it's just it's then, three good L's. That's all. And then you, you've rebranded as something that hasn't hung people before. Right. You haven't lynched that, it just seems to me like a, a more fertile place to, to start from. Understood. But I, I don't know. I guess I don't really know what it's like to to start an organization. Maybe that's not the way. Maybe maybe the popularity of the KKK will just help sow the seeds of a, a, a more wholesome future. Probably not. But Probably it, not. But I do allow for any possibility. <laughs> yeah, that's insane, though. Yeah. <laughs> well... Anything else you want to talk about? Um, Actually, can we do a pause for a second? Oh, yeah, sure. And we're on pause. Sorry about that. Okay, we're back. They didn't notice anything. Oh, I did say something about pause. That's true. That's true. Pause. (laughs) Anyway, anything else you want to talk about before we wrap up the episode? Um... I don't know. We we went through a whole lot of hot button up uh, issues right there. We did. That's kind of why I wanted to throw my last disclaimer in there. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. we're not trying to cross anyone's boundaries or put anyone off, like, um, or anything like that. Uh, we're mainly about love. Mainly, mainly. But I I do have hate for hate groups. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. yeah. 
They they're not welcome in my book. And we're we're typically not super thrilled with people that take advantage. Yeah, yeah. But if you if you repent, not in a Christian way, but like like in a regular like I don't think what I did was good way, like well, you're redeemable. Like, yeah. As long as you realize that you did something wrong and then make steps takes take steps to not do that kind of thing again and trying to undo any damage you did if you can you know mm-hmm, people mm-hmm. make mistakes man i'm not i'm not about to tell somebody that your whole life is ruined because of one mistake unless you keep repeating it right <laughs> unless you choose that you to, to to decide that this doesn't need to be i don't need to view this as a mistake right. or whatever yeah that or I'm too good to make mistakes. That that will pretty immediately get me to be upset with you. Like even even people who used to be Nazis, reformed Nazis, because that's a thing now. Reformed Absolutely, Nazis. Is. I'm I'm all for those people. Like that, yeah, do it. It's great. I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm happy that you got out and you realized that that was a damaging way of looking at the world. Mm-hmm. I'm not against them. No, there's a bunch of people in Hassan's chat the the streamer hassan hmm. who uh have multiple times told hassan that they used to be like incel woman hating transphobes and now through watching hassan's content learning about the world a little bit more they've they've left that life behind and nice. re- regret the mistakes of their past so i like, can't watch hassan but i i i love what he does for the world um, it's just not for me. Understood. <laughs> I just know that I just like having a place where, you know, I can see evidence of people reforming. People yeah, that's nice. ha- having toxic mentalities or personalities that they developed or, or were pushed on them and being able to recover from it. That makes me happy. That's, I mean, if I was seeing it, it would make me happy too. I don't see that. <laughs> I don't know why I don't see it in places, but I'm, I'm not seeing that as much. But I'm glad that you are. It gives me hope that if you see it, it must be out there. I'm just missing it. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Okay. Well, I think we can probably wrap up then. Yeah. All right. I'm eternally mortal. Thank you for stopping by. Welcome or welcome back if you're new. And I hope you find smiles this day. And I'm the Accidental Monster. You can find us both on medium.com. Me more than eternally mortal but you know you're on there i've got some stuff i also got some other stuff in the works and uh follow yourself always